0: We are here for Ashley's Heart Song on the Win-Win-Women TV Network. I am your host, Ashley Torian, and I love, 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 love getting started in such a fun, fun, fun way. The way that things unfold in life is so beautiful and so amazing, and our topic today is all around simplifying your life. And have you ever noticed that life gives you signals, gives you beautiful signals of when it's time to simplify? And so this month of August and possibly moving into September and could be the rest of the year, simplify your life is the theme of my life. (laughs) It's to simplify, to bring things into focus, to determine what belongs and what needs to go. And Maybe what can be um, tapered in, what can be brought in to be able to focus, streamlined, that's the word I'm looking for, streamlined so that things flow a little bit easier, the ease and grace that I love to live under. So maybe for you, this time of year is that as well. This is the time of year we had our spring cleaning, but now August We realize, oh, I didn't either finish and complete the spring cleaning out or the simplification that comes with the spring. And we brought a whole lot in, more in during the summer. And so it's time to clean it up. Or maybe it's been a couple of years for you and you have felt like life has gotten kind of complicated. And when life gets complicated, what do we begin to feel? Tense. We're in reaction mode. Our body begins to store fat because of that low-level stress that's living in our tissues. This is all about vitality. The show, the coaching I provide, the umbrella of life that I love to live under is all about vitality and how we can bring that energetic flow into our life with ease and grace. So before we get rolling, let's talk just a moment about our vitality score, shall we? So we did a vitality score last week and maybe it's been a couple of weeks since you've tuned in, it's really time for you to check in with your life and see what your vitality score is. And based off of this number, you might be able to determine what can be simplified in your life in order for that score of that one category of your life to improve. So let's get started. On your physical body today, your physical body, where do you lie? What is your vitality score from one to 10? 10 being it is spot on rocking. Your body feels so good. Or one, you could barely get yourself out of bed this morning and there is just, you just don't feel good in your body. Where do you rate on on that score, the vitality score of your physical body? All right, now let's go to your mental body. Your mental body, how you feel mentally today? Do you feel on point and like you're tracking? Or do you feel a little sluggish in the mind? Maybe there is scattered thinking or too many thoughts into where the, the flow is clogged. Where do you feel on a scale of one to 10? 10, 10 being you feel you are knocked out of the park. Got the number? All right. Next is the emotional vitality score. Emotionally, how do you feel in your body? Emotionally, what's going on? Do you feel like your emotions are in balance or do you feel like you are all over the place? In balance is a 10, all over the place is a one. Where do you fall in between one and 10? Got it? We put these numbers down quickly. We don't want to put too much thought into them. If we do, the head brain going to come in and go, well, but wait a minute. Oh, but you do feel a little better. Oh, but yeah, we don't do any of that. We go by intuition, right? That bam, I'm an eight. Bam, I'm a six. Whatever it is, you know, whatever hit you, whatever number came into your heart and mind first without all the wondering. <laughs> now we want to go to your spiritual Health, spiritually, where do you land between one and 10? 10 being, you are completely connected and aligned and in the flow. A one, disconnected, chaos, busy. Feel like you don't have a moment to stop to connect. That's a one. Where do you lie in that 10 point frame? Got it? All right. Add those numbers up. That's going to give you your total vitality score. The total score is a 40, right? That's the top number you can get on this. Where do you land? This gives you an idea of how you're feeling Holy, All of you, every aspect of you, your body, your soul, your spirit, the soul is your mind, your heart, your emotional center. That score lets you know where you are. We pay attention to the score. We, we dive into what's pulling the score below a 20, below a 30 even. What's happening in your mind, in your emotional center, in your heart, in your spiritual connection, in your physical body? What's happening within I labeled this month as my self-care month. I felt like it was time for me to really spend a good solid 30 days, and I could extend it on Ashley's health, really checking into the health and vitality of my physical body to see what really needed to be addressed so that I could be even more um, vibrant in health. So what do you need to do? Look at that score and what are you gaining? What is it that you see? All right. Whether you are attending live or whether you are watching the replay, I am so happy and thrilled that you found Ashley's heart song. This is the place, y'all, where we're going to get out of the stress and back into the body, our life and our businesses. This is the place where we land on solid ground. I have a couple of quotes I'd like to share with you today. They are magnificent quotes to really hone in on the simplicity of life. I love this one by John Kabat-Zinn. Voluntary, simpli- simplicity. Voluntary simplicity means going fewer places in one day rather than more. Seeing less so I can see more. Doing less so I can do more, acquiring less so I can have more. That y'all is simplicity, simplifying life, acquiring less so I can have more, doing less so I can do more, seeing less so I can see more, going fewer places so that I can be more places, right? Another one by Sri Chinmoy is a simple man will have only what he needs, and he will know the difference between what he needs and what he wants. We feel that whatever we want, we desperately need. But before we possess the world, to our wide surprise, we see that the world already possesses us. When we live in that busy chaos feel, and everything is full and congested in our life and we feel like there's no room to move, no room to grow, no room for more things to be added, that is when the world possesses us. But when we possess the world is when we have simplified life, doing less, we get more. Acquiring less, we have more. So where are you in your life right now? Do you feel like you're living life or life is living you? Who's at the helm here? Sometimes I find that life is living me (laughs) and I go, whoa, wait a minute, back it up. I don't want life to live me. I want to live life." And it's in that moment, y'all, when we can just make a decision that, wait a minute, I'm I'm at the helm, not the external world. I have the choice. I make the decision on what's next for me or what I'm going to allow in or what I'm letting go of. That's up to me. It's not up to life to dictate that. It's not up to life to dictate if I'm Not going to get a job that I want. It is not up to life to dictate if I am going to have the right clothes for something that I'm going to. It's not up to life. It's up to me. It's not up to life how I am going to handle any conflict or situation, experience that I find myself in that could normally maybe pull me under. It's up to me to decide what I'm going to do. And when we simply make that decision to stand at the helm and go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I am fully equipped, fully empowered to handle this. I can handle this. I've got this. I am resourced beyond anything imaginable. I am capable. Every opportunity and possibility for a solution is going to come my way. I love Plato when he says the greatest wealth is to live content with a little. Kind of pause right there for a minute. Are you content with little in your life? Or are you wanting more and 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 more? more? Which wanting more is awesome. But are you content with little? Because when we're content with little, from what they say and what the um, the people who have abundance have seen, is that when they've been content with what they have, the little of what they have it grows. It's like um, in with my clients with fat loss; those that are content and love 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 their body just as it is before they ever start losing fat and letting the fat go notice that the fat will leave faster but you got to love your body where it is appreciate the abdomen appreciate any place on your hips wherever that excess adipose tissue is fat tissue is appreciate and love that area of your body and appreciate all the nuances all of the if there's an organ system in there like in the abdomen if you don't like your tummy because it's you know has too much adipose tissue start reciting all the reasons why you love your abdomen it's the home of your organ system and your organ system the digestive system operates beautifully the liver is healthy the gallbladder is healthy the spleen is healthy The stomach lining is healthy. The food is digested and assimilated and is carried through the colon and the small and large intestine with ease and grace, and and you eliminate beautifully what you don't need. When we are in appreciation for that, we can release it so much easier. Well, I believe Plato is pretty much saying the same thing. Be happy with what you have. Be happy with the body that you have and that health level that it is. Love it, love it, love it. So, really, it's about being in love with where you are at and with all that you have so that the flow opens up and the greatest wealth is yet to be lived. And then, my favorite by Hans Hoffman the ability to simplify means to eliminate the unnecessary. So that the necessary may speak. The ability to simplify means to eliminate the unnecessary. Eliminate what no longer serves you. Eliminate what is no longer valid. Eliminate all of the things that are putting a stopper in your progress. So that all that is necessary for your elevation, for your growth, for your love of life continues to come in. So what I wanted to share with y'all today is 10 ways to simplify your life. 10 ways that you can simplify your life. You know, if you take just one or two of these and put it into practice, you will notice the biggest difference in your stress level. When we simplify, we begin to master our stress on a much bigger scale. So, right now, I'll be thinking what area of your life would you love to start simplifying? Would you love to simplify your relationships? your finances, your home and office? Would you like to begin simplifying your kitchen by cleaning it out, doing a kitchen cleanse and then a meal prepping um, protocol, meal planning protocol? Would you love to simplify maybe your area of service? Maybe you were pulled in so many different directions because when we start serving, sometimes it can become... Um, kind of uh, contagious, It's kind of like, um, once you start serving, you just begin to split yourself into all these different directions of service. And all of a sudden you realize, oh my gosh, I'm giving, I, I can't do all of this, right? We overcommit. So where are you overcommitting in your life? Do you need to simplify in that arena? Super fun to just like break your life down and to look at where you can simplify. All right, so here we go. One way you can simplify your life is to declutter your space. So this is in the home and office arena. In home and office, where can you clean up some physical space and simplify your life? When we do that, it creates more of a calm, organized environment. And when your environment feels calm, guess what else is calm? Your mind. So what can you declutter in your physical areas? Where can you declutter? Where can you simplify? You know, one thing that I noticed in an area where I want to simplify is, and I've been I've been talking about this, y'all. This is one thing you might want to watch for. I've been talking about this for about two years. Two years, how I have the storage room and I love my storage room, but it's gotten kind of full. And it's so full now to the point where I can't really move around. And granted, this is not just my stuff, it's my whole family stuff. But it's, you know, I have a work area in there and I'm unable to work <laughs> in there. When I put on events, when I put on my retreats, I have an area where all of that stuff is to go. But right now it's sitting in the wagon that I transport it from the office to my car in. And so it just sustains stored in the wagon because I can't put it up on the shelf where the normal retreat and event stuff goes. So what do I need to do? What do I need to let go of? Well, have you ever noticed that when we do our tax work, we organize it into those file boxes to store it away for the seven years? Have you gone back and counted how many years you have? Y'all, mine goes back way more than seven years. I think it goes back 14 or 15 years. So there's seven years worth of receipts and things that I can get shredded and moved away that would free up so much space in my work area so look at things like that what can be let go of what is no longer needed in your physical space what are you holding on to file cabinets we do the same way so cluttered file cabinets where you can't fit another file in guess what that is doing physically to you your brain files things away but when your physical file cabinets are congested guess what becomes congested your brain where all those files are in the mind becomes congested clear out those areas that really they're the easiest but we think they're the hardest have you ever noticed that We put off those things that are super easy and it's making it really hard. (laughs) Just stop madness. Just begin tackling those things that are really super easy. They're staring at you right in the face. Right? The easy step. Number two, limit social media usage. Now, many of us build our businesses based off of social media and we need that interaction. We need to get on there and interact with people so that, so that we're seen, right? So how do you limit social media when you're using it as for your business marketing as well? Well, there's probably a balance that you're going to need to find. Here are a few things that will help you to curb that length of time, will help you more put a timer on it. If you are. Walking away from that social media usage and your eyeballs feel tired, dry maybe, there was too much time on the screen. If you feel unmotivated when you get off of the social media, there was too much time spent. The light from the screen and the EMF activity from the device triggers your brain to go on high alert. That high alert wears your brain out and it keeps you awake. So not only is it wearing your brain out, but now your brain is awake and alert. So you're alert, but you can't think worth the darn. (laughs) So if you're having any of those side effects, so to speak, then you know that the length of time, the time of day needs to be tweaked a little bit. So set your timer before getting on for your social media usage. You want a timer for fun, right? To go and interact, to um, to have fun just looking through things. Set that timer, 10 minutes. No more than that. Maybe even five. Then all your postings, that kind of thing. Set your timer for 10 to 15 minutes. 20 minutes. But Stick to your timer. Don't get carried away with it. And another thing, Be sure and set your timer before you go on the social media. Because if you get on the social media before setting your timer, guess what's going to happen? An hour is going to pass and you're going to go, oh my gosh, my eyes hurt. Oh, I'm so tired. But you're alert. Yeah. All right. Next, prioritize your time. Decide what's important to you. So one of the things that I do before going to bed at night is I have this wonderful little day planner that I have. It's um dream book planner. And I look at my next day's schedule after doing my gratitude on there and, and cheering myself about the day. Good job, Ash. Then I look at the next day. What is coming up? What is important? And I'm, my task list is also on there for the week and which ones to go for the next day. And I look, what is A1 priority? Where do I need to dedicate my time to gain the most traction tomorrow? And y'all get this, look at your timetable. Do I have an effective amount of time to spend on the item that I'm seeing as priority? If you don't have an effective amount of time to tend to that one thing, then put that one thing that is a priority and needs traction, put it on another day. Set yourself up for success, or maybe you can do one little step on that item. Set yourself up for success. Do not overcommit yourself, do what's doable. As you begin simplifying your life, you're going to realize that you have more time on your hands. So your time is going to stretch so you can get more done. But as long as everything is congested and living in the busy, then this, the time shrinks, it contracts. But when you let go of things and simplify things, then you have expanded time. And you have more time for what you love. Dedicate to your time, to those things that are important, the things that give life to you. The little things, put them on a, a, a segment in your calendar that is like on a Friday or a Saturday, set that 60 minute timer and get those things done. Don't spend your life on the things that are not important. Spend your life on those things that are important. Next, learn to say no. Knowing when to say no allows you to avoid overcommitting and from feeling overwhelmed. When we say yes to everything, y'all, what happens? We feel overwhelmed. So, this is another place where you get to uh, see if something is really, truly important. Another thing, idea around this that you can do is if you have a theme for the month, like I told y'all when I first came on, this is self-care month for Ashley. I am honing in for my health and seeing what needs to be tweaked, what needs to be let go of, what needs to be added in order to elevate my health and vitality. So as things are coming in, opportunities are coming in, I'm asking, wait, is this in alignment? Do I have the bandwidth? for that on what I'm working on. And so I look to see if it's in alignment with the theme of my month. And if it is, then I say yes. If it isn't, then I say no. So maybe that will help you when you're looking at those things that you're saying yes to or no to. See if they're in alignment with what you're working with that month. Number five, this is an interesting one. You know, to put things on autopilot. To where it happens automatically, whether it is subscriptions, whether it is paying your bills, whether it is um, things that you can put on automate is like your groceries to be bought at the store. And maybe you're doing a grocery pickup. So you can go ahead and put it in your cart. And then on that day you hit go and it's already done. Uh, There are several ways to automate your life. For those tasks like that, that are take up time. But the thing that you want to be careful of is when it comes to automatic payments. It's easy to want to check out in that arena, but we can, we, we, um, i I almost use that, um, sh word it's best to keep your eye on those finances, right? What's coming in, what's going out. So even though it's on automatic, make sure you keep your eye tuned to what is going in, coming in and what's going out. That way, you feel more equipped and resourced um, and empowered to financially prepare for whatever's coming that month. All right? So put things on auto, automatic, I call it autopilot and see if that helps you simplify your life a little bit. That does keep you from forgetting to pay certain things, which is always awesome, but just make sure you've got your your plan set out right. Number six is meal plans and prepping. I love this one. I am a believer in having your food life uh, simplified and yet organized. What I coach my clients to do is to make out their grocery list, their meal plans and their grocery list on a Friday or Saturday. They get to really pick the day. Maybe it's Tuesday for them. But one day is slated for that to create what is it I want to eat for the coming week? What kind of meals do I want? And then they make their grocery list. They go buy their food. And they go grocery shopping on a day when they have plenty of time when they get home that as they're unpacking their stuff, they are also preparing foods to be stored. So when you get home from the grocery store, all the vegetables that need to be washed, cut, put into green bags, go over by the kitchen sink. The meats that need to be cooked up are set next to the oven. Get those dishes out that are going to cook those put them in to cook. Then once everything else is put away, you begin washing the vegetables, cutting them up, putting them into green bags, having your meats in the oven, in the slow cooker or on the stove. However it is you cook your meats. You want your two to three meats you're gonna eat for the week, already cooked up before the week ever starts. You store everything away. In the fridge, some of it can go in the freezer. Fish is the only meat you do not want to prep ahead of time. Prep your fish the day of. It cooks really fast. Then when it's mealtime, guess what happens? You have fast food in moments. Ashley's skillet dinner recipes are amazing. You simply put that skillet on the stove, put that whatever your choice of oil is in the pan, warm it up, and then start adding the vegetables in density the most dense go in first cook those until they're at a good consistency for the softer vegetables to go in then you add your meat your sauce whatever you're wanting to put in it seasonings herbs whatever it is and you have a meal within 10 minutes y'all 10 minutes you can eat healthy food in minutes it's fast food it's awesome so meal planning and prepping will simplify your routine in the kitchen. It does. It's amazing. It's beautiful. So if you would love that, then be sure and reach out to me. And I would love to send you that. Creating routines. This is number seven. Creating routines, the bookends of your day, will set your day up for success with simplicity. Your day starts with a routine. Your day ends with a routine. When you have a routine that is centered around nourishing you, body, soul, and spirit, that's nourishing your physical body with movement, with meditation, stretching, whatever it is, your soul, your mind, your heart, your emotional center. How do you need to nourish those? And then how do you nourish your spiritual self? Bookends. That's what you're doing at the start of your day, at the end of your day. And then everything else in the middle of your day is simplified because of those bookends. Number eight, control your finances. Tracking your expenses and creating a budget reduces the financial stress and simplifies your life. Stick to your budget, y'all. It will um, take away that stress that is felt when overspending is coming up. Number nine, practice mindfulness. Being present and focused on one task at a time reduces anxiety and makes the day a lot more manageable, y'all. FYI, the human mind, the human brain cannot multitask 100%. It doesn't. It cannot do it. Women have worn that as a badge of honor that they can multitask. But whatever they're multitasking yet, something always gets cut. Something always uh, receives less than the best. I'm going to let that sink in for just a second because multitasking is a disease. I truly believe it is. Multitasking um, creates, creates a mind that is unable to focus. When you have a mind that is unable to focus, it reduces your lifespan. Being able to hone your mind in, laser focus, laser attention, creates a more healthy and vibrant physical body. The more you multitask with things like um, your cooking dinner and helping your child with their homework and then trying to carry on a really wonderful conversation with your husband at the same time, something's going to fall short. Then that creates stress. Imagine the stress of that inside the physical body. That's aging your body. That's breaking it down, and it's weakening the mind. One thing at a time. Now, yeah, folding laundry while you are um, while you're listening to something. It's almost like tying your shoes is on autopilot. So the brain picks up patterns and memorizes those patterns. So when you go to do it, it doesn't have to think about it and you can just do it automatically. You have folded towels for how many years, how many decades? You know how to fold a towel and listening to a program at the same time. That works, but it's the multitasking where you're trying to carry on a conversation, help someone do something and cook a meal at the same time. That doesn't work or answer an email, talk on the phone, and do some um, research on something. Yeah, it doesn't work. Your attention cannot be split that much. That creates chaos and busyness of the mind and ages it dramatically. Number 10, learn to let go, whether it's physical clutter, unhealthy relationships, or past mistakes, y'all. You got to let it go you got to free up the mental and emotional and spiritual space and that will simplify your life. In the armor up program, that is exactly what we do. We free up the emotional mental space. We let our hearts sing and we get aligned spiritually. We have a program called a, that's a release project, not a program, but it's a release project we do where we, we really release those past stuff that's been clogged in and then that emotional resolution that I've talked so much about here on Ashley's heart song is amazing and beautiful to get the stuff out so that you have that free flow back. So you feel the simplicity and at the same time, the flow, it really is beautiful. So those are 10 ways you can begin to simplify your life today. I hope that blesses you. Y'all next week on Ashley's heart song, I am going to have a sweet special guest, Ashley last she is with silver lining solutions, and she is an amazing, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful heart centered person. And I cannot wait to introduce her to all of you. Come join us next week where she shares her love for what she does. You know, sometimes we wonder, do we choose the career? Does the career choose us? And this is one of those instances where I believe Ashley would say, Ashley Laskar would say, this is going to be fun next week, Ashley and Ashley together. So, um, but I believe she would say her career chose her. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. So join me next week. 3 p.m. Central Time right here on Ashley's Heart Song channel. I look forward to seeing you then. If you are part of the live audience, please feel free to stick around so we can have some fun conversation. Look forward to seeing everyone else next week. Much love and a big O hug. See you next time.